I really wanted to come in here with like, because I was, I think this is the first time I've ever done like prep for one of these podcast yeah. episodes because I was thinking, hmm, I, it's been a while since we've looked at the Sarah story and I need a refresher on the tweets. So the one time I do prep is for this podcast of all of them, you know, where I'm pouring over. Seriously. Right. I'm like, go, I'm sorting through the briefcase and like, all right, what's in here? Yeah, Which so is that, me, that, yeah, let's, Rob, let, you yeah, introduce so, us, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. we're just going to, uh, we're going to do the Charlie Day <laughs> gif, where we're just going to connect all <laughs> the dots with strings, <laughs> yeah. and silly string. Uh, so, comrades and friends, uh, hello, uh, happy holidays, uh, if you celebrate the Christmas time, I uh, hope you're having a nice Christmas, uh, we want to do a fun one uh, for you, uh, for a, a, a gift, really, and so here's here's what we're going to do a, a nice fun one. Uh, we're going to talk about, and you guys have, have will have seen this by now, but it just came out a day or two ago. Uh, our our friend uh, Ben Dupont, who some of you know as as Sarah Benedict Dugood on Twitter, um, is sponsoring a a, a gala, a, a, an affair of some sort, uh, for Doctor Mehmet Oz. Uh, the TV doctor, the goofy guy uh, that's running for senator in Pennsylvania. And the the list of dignitaries and, and special, special people was funny enough to just start riffing on, not to mention our, our history with uh, with Benjamin Duguid. Uh, so this is – I've pulled a, a crack team together, as we do. Uh, first uh, – Network organizer and uh, researcher uh, for this, uh, Kirsten Walther. Hello. Hello. Congrats excited. on your big post today, too, by the blowing up. Yeah, no, this is going to be what finally gets me an email from Drew being like, re your posts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, joining us is uh, uh, our, our attorney, uh, our, our archivist, and uh, consummate uh, wife guy, uh, Bill Martin. Hey. Hello. Bill Martin's here. Uh, super producer Carl uh, on the uh, ones and twos, the knobs, so to speak, uh, over there. And actually, uh, earlier we did uh, record a more uh, proper uh, interview with the Holmes uh, folks. Uh, and we did have a software problem that we had to troubleshoot. We just see if it was hardware, it was software. And uh, and Carl uh, sorted it out really quickly uh, after looking at some settings. Uh, he Turned it back off and back on again. Yeah, that's rebooted the trick. it. Yeah, so that's that's why he's here. And uh, and sitting in too, just for fun, uh, our uh, our friend uh, Kobe Josiah Owens, uh, and also uh, Nurse Susan is chilling because it's fun. It's a holiday. It's late night. We're all drinking, having a nice time. So enjoy this special episode. Bill, give us the background of this um, of of when you when you saw the. Dr. Oz uh, flyer, and when you started going down the list of, of dignitaries and, and, like I said, really very important people uh, in this area, because as people know, Dr. Oz is from this area. Uh, sort of. Well, yes. Well, yeah. his, his father was a, an actual doctor, a good, an actual mm -hmm. heart surgeon who was a pillar of the community, 
and his son is a disowned disgrace. Right, right. So that's that's what's happening. Um, but but he is sort of from this area, yes. Yeah, no, I was kind of out of pocket yesterday. I uh, was up doing work stuff in the Chad's Ford area. So I got home and Jess was like, did you see the Mehmet Oz post? Did you see the Dr. Oz Ben DuPont post? And I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Uh, and she said, oh, no, they're like having some sort of benefit for him for his run for Senate. So I guess we should tell people he's running for Senate in Pennsylvania as someone who maybe lives in Rockland, Delaware, maybe lives at the Jersey Shore, and maybe has an address at his mother-in-law's house in Monco. Should right. I read the? I have the why I'm running pulled up on. Dr. Uh, yeah, Oz's that would be website. amazing because I think we, we should yeah. really go Very to important. the source, we like why? Yes, this is why. Yeah. Is, why is Mehmet Oz running for Senate? Yeah, I'm sure people have questions they want to know, and he answers it really well. Actually, I'll say, he says, "Why I'm running today? America's heartbeat is in a code red, in need of a defibrillator. However, the hell you say that word, defibrillator yeah. to shock it back to life. Many of us feel like we're in the adjacent operating room." armed with insights and already scrubbed up, but reluctant to leave our quiet, serene setting for the chaos next door. So true. But for me, stepping into the political arena is the right thing to do. In our time of need, we want to be surrounded by people of action more than armchair intellectuals, because a great surgeon never censors ideas and never shuts off the light that shines on our wounds. So true. Which is what happened while our nation battled the pandemic. Yes. Whenever you're putting the word wounds in your like little 10 second stump for why you're running, yeah. you're doing great. I think what Bill said is, is that it's it's amazing. It's 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 an amazing piece of work. First of all, I'd like to say I think it's stolen valor because his father was a great surgeon and I think he's a fucking quack on TV. Yeah. Satire, he's like a pseudo pseudoscience. Yeah. Test, like do, like Dr. Phil. Or whatever, yeah. like exact kind of guy. Yeah, and to 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 to, to steal valor, to steal to the great Mustafa Oz MD's valor, I think is awful. And I'm going to say that for all of my Turkish friends too, because they don't like the guy. Well, he'd also be the first uh, Muslim American senator, which is kind of wild. Marginally, I guess, like you said, <laughs> does he does he live here? Kind of. Yeah. Like, I, but yeah, so long story short, um, yeah, so Jess was basically quizzing me. I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen this Times New Roman font size 14 um, invitation hosted by Laura and Ben DuPont. And so, yeah, I, th I think as we've alluded to, Ben DuPont is uh, Dr. Oz's brother-in-law. And she was basically like, yeah, name, t name five of the people on the host committee. I bet you'll get them all. I missed a real alley-oop with Mike Castle because Mike Castle is on there. Yeah, well, that was a tough one we said before because of just his age. Yeah. He realized it will probably be in the Highlands area, and so he can go within two blocks of his house. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, that was a little bit of a surprise. We have um, the one that I got first was Brian Electronic, Electronic de Sabatino, and he is a weird uh, – James, uh, former guest James Johnson and I have had this riff going on, I think, about the EDIS Corporation – um, but I do think it's funny that they misspelled his last name by putting a space between D and Sabatino because I imagine, like, I don't know. It's like how you can spell the DuPont name like four different ways. Yeah, the little D <laughs> with the big, yeah, exactly. with, the, with, with the big P. Um, you have this character, Michael Fleming, who owned Town Square, Delaware, that like weird, crappy sort of student newspaper website and now has been sold to Chris Kenny. 
Uh, you have Louis Free. That's a big one. I mean, that that's was, that the was big pretty one. That's, that's the big that's, one. Yeah. This uh, is a guy. I mean, you want to talk about a fucking deep state? Uh, this yeah. was a guy who was both uh, the director of the FBI at one point, I think, and also a director of security for MBNA here in. Wilmington, oh, I didn't know or, the latter. I think you have to. Somebody should Google that because he also. I think it was after. I, I don't want to give the timeline, but somewhere on his career timeline, he worked as a as a very high level executive in Wilmington for one of the credit card banks. That checks out then. I just associated he was the FBI director during like the worst time post nine eleven, right? Like wasn't he probably that was um not Mueller, the other guy who was the became I think I yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm not sure. But that's cool that he has a Delaware connection. Glad that he's here. You've got the Lamole family, who is I think so that's Mehmet Oz's wife's side of the family. And they are the heirs to the Asplund tree pruning fortune. Oh, which well, is kind of cool. Trees in the chipper. Yep, they put yeah, the, the trees orange, in the chipper. Big orange trucks with the chippers. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, yeah, Curse and I were just talking about earlier. I mean, Ben also on his side of the family has the Wood family from South Jersey, from Millville. They are the Wawa family. So just a lot of cross pollination going on. When you sort of start to dig into it, I mean, I don't, you know, whatever. It's not yeah. wrong. You can't change who your parents are. Right. But, but like, love is love, you know? Yeah. Love is love. <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So, and there's just, I don't know. The, the, the riff that I keep going back to, oh God, you've got a Michelle Rollins of the Rollins building. I mean, the, of, the, of the famed, of Rollins fame. Yep. Uh, Frank Ursa Marso, who owns all of the Union Park uh, car. car dealerships. I mean, a, a, a mega car dealer. I yeah. mean, you know, that's like how many how many mega car dealers uh, do you think are members of Mar-a-Lago? Uh, it's seventy five percent. Like <laughs> it's that dentist. Just, yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah, that and dentists and like boat dealers. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I keep going back to the riff. I keep going back to is like the Stonecutters episode of The Simpsons, where there's this secret society in town, and these are all the vampires who basically are, who they have the key that can turn, you know, the thing that allows you to like get a free soda at the soda machine or something. You know, like yeah, they the, have the card at Wawa that you can go yep, in and get yeah. the free. Yeah. So that's kind of what I keep going back to. It's comical. I mean, that's almost certainly going to be a Dupont Country Club because that's where Ben. You know, that's where Ben does his stuff now. Yeah, I thought that. Or I I mean, people are saying it could be at a home in the Highlands. I think it's going to be at the Hotel DuPont. That would make sense, too. I don't yeah. know. But you're right. I think the Country Club's a good one, too, because that is like his new, his new thing. But it's funny, too, because Dr. Oz, I mean, is running for <laughs> Senate in Pennsylvania, but he's doing this very niche meetup here in, you know, northern Newcastle County, Delaware, I almost wonder, like, is he going to go to Allegheny County? Is he going to go to Erie County, Pennsylvania? Like, can you see him doing yeah, these things? Yeah, because I think because I think he's going to do the Trump thing, like on a lower. He's like a lower level Trump, so he's a a a, a vaguely professional person people see on TV, um, and like it's not Trump doesn't. Trump doesn't relate to people in other places. He's just the character they want to see. So he just does the same shtick and they like like he doesn't have to go hunting. Like they're never going to show him go hunting. Like which is like a thing that 
politicians do. Like, but I don't think he has to do that in this in this era. Like, I don't think that that's necessary for him to do. Well, if he you just look has his, to be the guy on television. If you look at his website, he definitely pulls a lot of things that are being talked about by the GOP. The but does he have a stand now. on critical race theory? I, I think he does. I know he has a stand on can't like he talks about cancel culture a lot. And does Mehmet Oz know what cancel culture is? To be honest, I doubt he does. I think he's just mashing the button. He mashes like the treats button that Trump kept mashing. But he has, you know, one one thousandth of the swag and the charisma for the GOP base that Trump had. So it's just it sounds hollow. It doesn't sound right. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Maybe I'll be proven wrong and he's going to just clean up but i feel like he's picking up on a lot of the the things he's supposed to talk about but it just sounds like a consultant just you know try to piece it together it, it doesn't sound like it's from the heart whereas trump it's like yeah. uh you know yeah well trump's better at it trump's, yeah, trump's way heart. better at it yeah, <laughs> yeah. trump <laughs> yeah. everything like let's just be honest the thing he's doing he's the best at yeah like i mean there's because he guess... doesn't have any self-consciousness whereas mehmet yeah. like i think dr oz just, I don't know. It. I don't know what his beliefs are other than wanting power and money, to be honest, and clout, which maybe is true of Trump. But, yeah, I don't know. He's he's talking about a lot of the right topics. He does not sound like he really gives a shit about them, though. Yeah, but he's just doing the – he's like the uh, – you guys watch Succession? He's like the Connor Roy of Succession, like the older brother, who's just – he's just doing the thing. He's like just – I'll just say whatever, whatever the thing is on television that we're putting on. I'll just say that. It's like, just, you know, that's all you really have to do because you're the guy from television. Well, yeah, that's why I, I kind of said I don't, I don't. Something feels feels very lazy about it, and I think that that's why, like, I can't see him doing well in like the Pittsburgh suburbs. I mean, maybe he will. Maybe the electorate is completely different now. And again, he's running against like another sort of flawed, ep- the the epic bald guy. Fetterman. I like that guy, actually. Yeah, I he's like, trying. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I understand. Like, I understand what you're talking about. Like, the, right. the guy. But I mean, he seems. Uh, I mean, he's he seems like not only a, uh, not only somebody who understands class politics, but is also like, uh, you know, he's he's just like marijuana's fine. All these social issues I don't care about. I just want to get people health care. And, like, that's it. Like, yeah, I mean, he's kind of hokey. He's, like, a kind of a big doofus. He's, like, seven feet tall. Um, oh, this is what I do want to bring up. Because you, you were talking about, like, having the key, having, like, the secret key. Or, right, like, right. Or, stone cutters. Stone cutters, like, yeah. People love that stuff. But, like, really, it's just, it's just a big club. And you're not in it. Like, that's really what it is. It doesn't have to be... They don't really need a secret handshake. It's just sort of understood that this is the way that it works. And there's all different facets to it. So it seems like there should be some sort of council meeting. But they all kind of like, they've evolved into it. That's why I like the lizard people are so like, resonate with people. Because it seems like a different kind of person. But just because I mentioned it. And because it sort of fits into this sort of conspiracy theory stuff. Which I kind of think it's funny. So Louis Free was a uh, was the director of the FBI under Clinton and Bush, September first of ninety three, all the way to June twenty fifth of two thousand one. Ah, okay, so I was so wrong. He just missed yeah, it. So just somehow, it. like, he get the call and be like, "Bro, gotta get out." Because <laughs> then Robert Mueller has to fucking deal with all that bullshit. Um, 
<clears throat> so then it gets, it does get to, say so he was the judge, he was the director of the FBI, but then it gets, again, this is so fucking stupid. It gets to uh, his, his after, his, his after career uh, of, of being a, 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 what you call it, a, a lizard. No, I can't find it. He's one of like the BPG RoboCop cops, right? So in September of 2001, <laughs> so this is after, so this is right before 9-11, Free was appointed to the board of directors of credit card issuer MBNA. He also served as the bank's general counsel, as well as corporate secretary and ethics officer. Likewise, Bristol Myers Squibb elected him to its board of directors. I also think, um, I'm not positive, but if you remember when, speaking of succession, Little aside, we always had these conversations about people getting on helicopters because they're fucking death traps. Guy from <laughs> India, a big the, the, the head, like the uh, the defense secretary of India, just died in a helicopter crash. Um, <clears throat> but they're always showing them in succession. You know, they're always going down the river in these helicopters. Well, around the time MBNA was getting sold to Bank of America, there was this big meeting in New York to kind of finalize the deal, succession style. And one of the helicopters actually crashed. And, like, people had to be, like, rescued out of the Hudson. And when they realized it was, like, MBNA people and Bank of America people, they were able to break the story that this deal was going on. Do you remember this? I do remember this. I think Louis uh, Free might have been either on that helicopter or on another one. I think yeah. he might have been part of that helicopter crash story. So I might have to look that up. There's part of Delaware lore, too, that, like, Charlie Colley, who was MBNA's president, he had in a, he may have had a helicopter landing pad at his house in well, Westover he, Hills. Or he had it at the place across from St. Joe's and the Brandywine. Correct. That's where he had. That's it. where he had it. It was an MBNA. It was an MBNA building across from uh, Pellport, that the the hospital there and mm-hmm. St. Joe's and the Brandywine. Yeah, that was like an, a little MBNA complex. Yep. And so it had, for some reason, an old helipad. <laughs> but he had it all all revamped. Nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah, he had it all revamped because he lived right over in uh, Westover Hills. So yeah, because he would do that. He had the, um, you know, he had the big house because he would go from there on a. Helicopter because it only took him like an hour and fifteen minutes or something to Maine. He had a place in Maine and all that shit. But yeah, these people are. Uh, you know, you look at it and people don't know who these really know who these people are. They're like, oh, it's a governor, and an FBI guy, and uh, some Duponts. But I mean, they run the show. Let's be honest. Another thing I would say, like Bill, you had mentioned earlier that the whole campaign just feels very lazy. Um, and I agree specifically with this graphic that was put out for this ritzy fundraiser. Like, I don't know, do you, how would you describe the graphic for the fundraiser? I already said, yeah, size 14 times New Roman. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of. Well, the <sighs> other thing I noticed was because you talked about the DeSabatino spelled wrong, because there's all those different <laughs> kinds of ways to spell DuPont. So what they did was they did a, a, a capital D, but they made it smaller. Right. So it's like this weird, yes. so it's the D and DuPont, it's a capital D, but it is smaller than the P, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Laura and Ben DuPont are the hosts. They're also listed as co-hosts. Great little tidbit that Jess pointed out. Um, yeah, it's just, it's on like a uh, printer white page. It's just yeah. completely white. There's no um, border or anything. There's no kind of decoration at all except a teeny tiny logo um the also, colors we, it's just yeah. red and black like <laughs> when you read address provided upon rsvp just the the piano music from eyes wide shut starts <laughs> <laughs> like 
Yeah. Do you have like, to wear a mask? Yeah. Like, a, like a Mardi Gras mask? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's a little creepy. And I don't know. It's, yeah, who are you replying to? Someone from tagstrategies.co. Um, also, the paid for by Dr. Oz for Senate is off center in the box. Yeah. It's it's It looks like someone it's made this lazy. in Canva in three seconds but flat. That's, yeah. that's what you no, see. they didn't make it in Canva. They made it in Microsoft Word. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just so sloppy. Well, so this was sort of, I mean, and if you guys don't want to go off in this direction, this was sort of what sort of made my ears prick up seeing this. And it's, you know, Delaware is a reliably blue state, whatever. Uh, there is a right wing here in the state. and But there's, it's just so, they're so bad at it. You know, you have Charlie Copeland, I guess, who is sort of the uh, sacrificial lamb. He'll run for governor or office every uh, four years or whatever. Um, you don't like Big Murph? Go Murph yeah, go. don't like Murph. He's got some big signs. Um but so, yeah, and I just thought, I mean, this this just sort of rang so true to me because, like, Mehmet Oz, you're running in Pennsylvania, an enormous state with a lot of complexities, with a lot of different, uh, you know, regional uh, considerations, but it's just easy to sort of fall back into the arms of your brother-in-law and do this weird fundraiser, like... And it just it just it just made me think about how neutered the 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 right wing is in this party, and it makes me so mad because I feel like the left or the center left or whatever you want to call it in this state still runs the show, even though we're not we're not even fighting against like a viable enemy. It's a completely dog shit um, enemy, I guess is the way I would put it. Well, does this vibe at all? I, I, it does actually, because I do. It is if if you look at it like that, which I have before. Well, let me let me explain it, and you tell me whether this is what you're talking. Okay. Like <clears throat> these people are going out of state to like wield their power. There's really nothing. There's no with with all due respect to. Uh, I, I was going to mention his name when Cheyenne was in here earlier and was talking about the makeup of the. Uh, of the city council, we wanted to shout out to Spadola. So, like, with with all due respect to the Spadolas of the world, there's nothing there. Like, they're just there are there are reactionary there are reactionary elected officials that can get that can get elected in certain pockets of the state. I get that. Um, fine, but there's there is nothing here. I agree with you. But the 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 Democrats here and Doctor Oz are the same. Like. There's no, there is, there's, there, I, I dare somebody to tell me the difference between like what you're getting back from a, a Senator Mamet Oz, MD, or a Senator Christopher Coons. It's the same, it's the same stuff. And so, like, it, when you take it a step further and realize that's at the, at the level that we're talking about it. Now, somebody could say, well, Chris Coons uh, denounced, something or whatever like yes there are there are differences at that granular level as you can tell me and some of them maybe make a difference but the level we're talking about it it's all the same and so that's why it's difficult fighting against coons when because you're 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 also like believe me louis free will give money to chris coons too i mean that's like oh yeah when the writing's on the wall of course i mean when whatever however that works out like these are these are people 
give you an example. Tell me if this is what you're talking about. I wrote about the guy. Uh, what was his name? I can't think of it. The guy who runs Second Chance Farm. Singh? Something Singh? Uh, he spends half his time in Wilmington, half his time in the British Virgin Islands. He's taking advantage of the Opportunity Zone. That move? Yeah. So you can just basically, like, park money somewhere, and then when you take it out, it's ta- if you leave it there eight years, it's tax-free. So it's just a money laundering thing. And then, he, of course, he lives half the time in the British Virgin Islands. I'm like, what are you, just, what are you trying to what are you piss into my face? So I wrote the story about it. But the big thing was, because he's taking advantage of the Opportunity Zone, this was like the, the big Trump deal. Uh, and, of course, who's there? All, you know, uh, who, who came? Ben Carson, I think. Uh, who was the AG? Bob, Bill Barr. Uh, they came up to Wilmington. Who else was there taking a photo? Fucking Ben DuPont. You know, but but this guy's uh, supposedly a, um, you know, he's a hero because he employs, you know, 20 people who are transitioning back into, you know, like, which actually is important. So, like, what it's doing is important. What he's doing, particularly as a human being, is laundering money. But they're all connected to all this stuff. You know, it's all... At, 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 at this level, it's all the same. We're fighting the same shit. Because believe me, nobody's happier with Second Chance Farm being in Wilmington and this guy laundering money through here than, like, say, Mike Przicki. Or maybe not Mike Przicki, but other, other uh, politicians, other Democratic politicians in the city. It's a whole other level. This is at a whole other level that we can't even fucking... It doesn't, mat- it doesn't matter that the thing looks like shit. You know what I mean? They can do whatever they want. Like, again, I just go back to succession. Like, it doesn't, they don't care. Like, yeah, it looks like shit. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. He's still going to make, you know, he's still going to pull in a million dollars and, sh- you know, whatever and get the, get the uh, you know, the, 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 the attaboy from an ex, uh, you know, director of the FBI and a governor of the state. It doesn't, it's irrelevant. They could have fucking printed it with crayons. Who cares? It's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't no, matter. That checks out. Yeah. Total aside, uh, I did see it was funny. I thought that uh, Chris Chris Coons posted like kind of a glowing remembrance of Bob Dole this week, and it's like, do you think he's gonna do that for Bernie? Like, please, Bernie, stay alive for as long as possible. But but I just don't see he, it. Happening. He brought an important dialogue to the <laughs> issues we're facing today. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Bernie started a conversation and was passionate about issues that our country faces today. RIP. Not not actually a Democrat. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> oh, also, you know, the, so people probably know at this point that Dr. Oz and Chris Coons went to Tower Hill together. But um, it, I was reminded earlier by my friend that in this, there's this really cursed clip of Chris Coons speaking in, 2010 maybe or 2012 to Christiana Care execs, I believe, about essentially the the main point he's making in this conversation is that um, our healthcare system needs to ration care more strictly because too many people are getting too much healthcare and we need to all just accept death. Be okay with it, folks. It's fine. It's going to happen. Uh, just, just stop with the care. It's too expensive. But in this whole clip, it's like maybe 16 minutes. I want to say at the 10-minute mark, he mentions Dr. Oz. 
I have not soon forgotten uh, a bracing talk that Dr. Mehmet Oz, who I know from growing up here together, gave a small group of us now 10 years ago when I was embarking in my role as county executive here on a bracing um, path of cost cutting, canceling popular programs, laying people off, reducing the pay of county employees, and raising taxes. I was one of about 20 from around the country who was facing what was then we thought of as hard times. This was pre-2008. And as a heart, as a cardiologist, part of what he did was to help us see from a different perspective the challenges of giving your patients, my voters, our taxpayers bad news. He handed out two hearts, one diseased, one relatively healthy, and he described the doctor-patient conversation that he often has with powerful, iconic national leaders. Think generally Bill Clinton, not violating HIPAA in any way. Just imagine someone on whom he might have operated, who comes in and says, I've had my third heart attack. Doctor, I'm brave, I'm tough, I'm willing to take whatever it takes. Tell me what I got to do. Expecting to be told about some brief and intrusive surgery, device, or medication. And when told you need to lose weight and start exercising, what do they invariably do? Get a second opinion. Um, let me mention just a few things, if I could, not to take up too much time, since I understand I am interrupting what was otherwise a wonderful flow. First, the idea of rational care and rationing care is a very thoughtful construct, and one I would urge that you share with members of the Congress. Well, um, again, like I said, the, the yeah. Oz and Kuhn. But yeah, Oz gets a shot on that. Same, same people. So let's not, let's not fool ourselves. So I also wanted to dovetail this conversation into feeling behind the curtain and looking into the Intercollegiate Studies Institute. Intercollegiate so are you, are you familiar with this? I'm not. Carl should be. Yeah, this said, to me today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is insane that, like, you know. It's six, right there. I didn't six, know this. Six of yeah. our, six pretty, like, with it people are in this room right now. And we've and I've introduced it to, to all of you at this point. So it Except is for you guys. You guys know about no, it. Oh, I but know. You no, you introduced it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, there was a chain. Oh, you no, were, you're, you're, yeah. you're patient zero. I'm patient zero. Okay. So this was a this is um, out by Hoops Reservoir. William F. Buckley Jr. was the first president. It's essentially a conservative uh, printing press slash slash think tank. What and do they produce? If you remember what the University of Austin, when that was going on Twitter, this is just <laughs> Delaware University of Austin. But it's existed for like six years. But it's years. been around since the yeah. 60s. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's the got a presence. It's not surprising because I did that DuPont quote. Maybe I'll read it later. That from Democracy in Chains. They've always been just goofy. Like, just like they hated, they wanted to try to assassinate Roosevelt and shit, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, there was a, a coup. They almost he, he did a coup. It's like, there's a famous story about like the, the DuPonts were, I'm, I'm pretty sure, involved in there's a, there was a, a proven plot to overthrow, uh, try to overthrow a Roosevelt. And I'm, I'm almost positive the DuPonts were involved in it, but people got to look that up. His, like, upper level for his blood pressure was, like, 170. <laughs> so I don't know if they had to try too hard. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he did get a lot done in those last three years. But then, he yeah, did. I mean, they're yeah. like, this guy's – there's nothing we can do about this guy. His, he was, his health was not good. Yeah, so so the only reason I brought up ISI, and it's, uh, again, just a – if you look at their website, it's a series of a dozen vampires – um, and the alumni are really incredible. And too. the alumni are. So can you give me some people who are involved in this enterprise? Well, on the alumni side, you got your Gorsuch, you got your Alito, you got the president of QVC. 
Peter um, Thiel. Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel. Yeah. Peter Thiel. There's like a like three su- different National Review writers. Yes. Yeah. Like there's like a super the conservative Argentinian. It's <laughs> just there for some reason. Real interesting. I wonder what that his connection is there. By any chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but German last name. That's the ones you got to watch out yeah. for. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they have, they have like, that's where they're based out of like. Ann Coulter is on there as well. Ann Coulter. Um, yeah. Yes. She's, she's a. No, it's just a. I haven't creep. heard from her in a while. So I guess my so the only reason I bring it up is because you have this apparently rather powerful conservative think tank in your backyard, Ben Dupont's back literal backyard. But so what are they doing with this? Like, is this all just a make work project? They they spent six hundred thousand dollars apparently producing books last year. Like, I don't. Hey, I'm sure it's just a, again, it's a place to just put money. Put money, put money. right? But like, then, but at least why? you have the literature. Like you can produce, you can throw money at it for probably. However, it's you know it's probably set up so it's some sort of trust, so it's just free money. You don't have to, you know, yeah. money you can ship over there, and you can produce, you know, whatever you want to produce. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a fucking circle jerk. Yeah, no, it is. It's a five hundred one c three. They can get six million dollars in grants a year. They spend five million of it. You know, their books are balanced at the end of the year. But I just think it's insane. It's like, and then the. But then you come up with Lauren Witzke or you come up with, you know, Charlie Copeland, who I think was a, the president of ISI at some point. But just these unviable uh, kind of like yeah, laughing The Lee stocks. Murphy, Scott Walker primary. Yeah. It's like yeah. you are working with so much capital and so many resources. And, and that's what you get. You but here's, lose but, to Scott here, Walker. Here's yeah. what I'll here's, – here's, here's my – again – I'm I'm loath to go down sort of the conspiratorial path. I don't think it's a, I don't think there's a conspiracy about it, but I really think that those people, whatever you want to call them, like the reactionary elite, or like the business sort of you know the one percent, whatever I don't, whatever you want to call them, um, the hero, f- the true heroes, the true the true <laughs> heroes of the country, the, the people who have achieved, yeah, the, the intellectually courageous. Yes, they've uh, the, the the yeah the risk takers. Uh, they're they're fine with that, like because there's no Democrat with power in Delaware um, who's gonna not allow people to launder money through here, like and so. Actually, in, in a sense, it's good because if all the opposition is the is the Whitskies and the Big Murphs and the Scott Walkers of the world, then like people people will settle for the Krista Griffiths of the world. You know, they'll settle for that because they're like Jesus Christ. The fucking alternative is a fucking maniac. So yeah, I'll take whatever I can get. Joe Biden's a president that way. And so I don't think these people care. Fucking Lauren Winsky, Trump. It's all fine for them. They don't give a shit. It's better. Like, Trump was better than Biden, but they're both fine. Like, as long as we stay, as long as he can keep the thing in a lane, in a, in, in, within a lane. Man, can my dad drive a car? Man, can my dad <laughs> drive a car? I'll tell you what. You know, he, he rubbed my leg and my leg hair came up. And I took a, I took a, a, a knife out of a rain barrel. I stabbed fucking peanut. Remember how you used to make him rusty? Used to make him rusty in a rain barrel. Fucking slash peanut right in his hind parts. You mean corn pop? I don't want to. I don't mean anything. I was trying to make it a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Corn pops played out. (laughs) Played out. 
Portuguese man. <laughs> you know, you can't walk into a hot dog cart without seeing a fucking Irish guy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things we didn't reckon with tonight is um, Ben DuPont's alter ego. Yeah, I think this is going to really bring it full circle. Yeah, I feel like we circle. probably yeah, yeah. should mention that. Yeah. I also do want to talk a little bit about DuPont Country Club at the end. Okay. Um, I'd like to play yeah. pickleball there at some point. I've heard it's really fun. They have indoor golf. I actually know guys. Uh, indoor like golf? It's a code. Yeah, where you hit <laughs> like the ball. So you hit the ball into, like, a, there's a there's a video screen and a, and a, and a, and a sheet, like a like a movie sheet, or like a, like a, like a, a screen. Cool. You hit the ball into it. Like you're playing a video game, but you're really hitting the ball at a driving range or something. And then it tells you, oh, it went there, and then you hit another ball. Yeah, so you, you're actually playing the video game. Like you're hitting the, you're hitting the ball into like a screen of, of a I hole. I could do that at Dick's Sporting Goods for free. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Like, just to point that can out. You buy beer, can you buy beers at Dick's yeah, Sporting Goods? Yeah, you're not going to get though? harassed by like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm not so much. So, so we did sort of discuss it on another... Another recording, but I think it bears repeating. Oh no! This there's already there's plotting and scheming already. Yeah. So you're like not going in. Yeah. Yeah. So so did 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 the did the account on Twitter Sarah Benedict do good? Appear before or after Jess's campaign? During. During, well, right? Was it that was, the first? It was before. So, so it was there. Yeah, Sarah Benedict Duguid created her account in 2013. But, and I don't know if maybe there were some other posts and just the, the tweets had been wiped or if, like, Sarah had not tweeted at all prior to summer. It was, like, July or something of 2019. But... She made a tweet that was like my first tweet, you know, one of those like intro tweets that older people like to do when they join Twitter. And Sarah's photo was of a blonde woman with glasses and heavily um, like face tuned, heavily face tuned, heavily lined eyes. Like um, her bio, something like mom, advocate, wife, new to Twitter. You know, she put. She pretended that she was an RN at the Ellesmere VA. Oh, wait, she did? Yeah. See, that's before me. That's before my... I don't remember that move. Because initially she was... Well, that's interesting. Wait, so she (laughs) stole Trey Bauer, too? Because I didn't realize that. She stole... Initially, she... No, Susan's fucking walking around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, initially, she said she was a teacher because she was harassing (laughs) um, one of the, like, DSEA folks that I'm not going to name in case they don't want me to, but, like... Because initially, one of the reasons that Sarah popped up in summer of 2019 on my radar was because this person uh, DM'd me. And I think, like, Sarah had been saying a lot of really xenophobic and racist things about immigrants. um, And somehow that was how, like, she had made it onto my timeline because I think one of my friends was maybe, like, arguing with her about, like, no, um, immigrants deserve to be here. And, you know, you're being racist. You're being xenophobic. So... And then this person from education circles had DM'd me and was like, okay, this uh, Sarah claims to be a teacher right now. She wasn't a nurse yet. And, um, <laughs> but like, I, there's no teacher in Delaware named Sarah Benedict Duguid. Like, I've gone through the roles. Uh, this person does not exist. Um, and I'm not sure who it is, but they keep harassing me. And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay, good to know. Um, but 
I didn't have any leads, so I kind of just filed that under weird, funny things on Twitter, but like didn't think much more of it. But then, yeah, Sarah loved to reply to Jess, loved to yep. quote tweet Jess. Also, Kyle Evans Gay, really interestingly, um, was yeah. sold on the idea that Kyle Evans Gay was, quote, radical Antifa. And socialist. And socialist, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is hysterical. I mean, no offense to Kyle, but like, yeah, he's not. She's those not. Things. Yeah. <laughs> um, wish he. Maybe well, this were. is about the time I became sort of aware of it. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, like the, the commie guy, but like oh, the class Sarah guy, loved to talk to you. She loved yeah. that. And so she would. She, so she would be like, you know, my. She lived in Middletown. Was that what Middletown? Yes. Middletown. But all of her, like, when she would post weather pictures of her the, her weather app it was middle or it was wilmington and when she would post photos of like you know going for a walk at lunch or whatever it was always wilmington everything was wilmington the only thing that was middletown was her banner which was just she pulled it from like the middletown city website or something yeah but yeah so she would do the thing where it's like well this is my husband's plumbing business like that yes. was a big move yep. she would do for oh me. yeah well uh, it's funny because she said that like she hated bernie and she was like bernie sanders isn't gonna stop with the waltons he's gonna take my hum- husband's plumbing business too he's gonna put us out of all our money that we worked so hard for like with bernie it was always about the husband's plumbing business yeah so funny and yeah. i was like I, I, at, so at one point we're going back and forth like i just think it's like i i thought it was a I took it for face value for a minute, especially because, like, I was an older person, number one. Number two, like, I was sort of new to Twitter only a couple years, and I was, like, shitposting and stuff, and I wasn't sure. And I looked at the at the handle, and the handle was at B-E-N and a bunch of numbers. It was like, yeah, mm-hmm. eight six seven five three nine or something. So I sent it to Carl, and this, this exchange is in the dossier because I wanted it noted Ooh. for the record. Yeah, yeah. I sent, it to, I sent a text to Carl. I was like, this is fake, right? This is some kind of, this is some, This is like, I'm not getting a good vibe here, whatever. He was like, well, the only thing I can say is some people, like, and this, she seems like the kind of person who, this would be like her husband's account. And when you first get an account, it's like Ben and a bunch of numbers, but you're using like the husband's account, which again, that is something that happens. So I'm like, okay, Carl fucking sort of convinced me. And like later on. Let it be on the record as well, though, that I just didn't dare to dream. I didn't think that the <laughs> yeah. reality would be as good as it ever would be. <laughs> <laughs> See, and and a couple other couple some time passes, and this is also in the dossier. Yeah, and also during this time, Sarah is producing great tweets. She is quote tweeting Jess and saying. Um, uh, Chris Coons is great for working moms like me. Um, she also quote tweets you multiple times and says, please stop mansplaining to me in like weird old person smiley faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says like, yeah, she's calling Kyle Evans gay radical Antifa. She's. Yeah, she'd be oh. like, I'm a lifelong Democrat. And like, this is how you lose yes. my vote. Like, she would say that. Every but tweet. literally after that, the next tweet would be like at um, Lee Murphy. So many of us are rooting for you. And it's like, <laughs> Sarah, get your story straight. Uh, and also in the lore, I forget if it's her nephew or son Both. died of a heroin oh, yeah. oh, okay. yes. offense. Yes. <laughs> well, that, there's that. And that's just yes. like, I think so, Ben, like Ben, if you're listening, that is, I honestly think, which, okay, the cruelest also, thing 
Like, that's a serious thing in this yeah. world. And you fucking put it on as a character affectation. Well, Ben's, or Sarah said that she is a listener of the Highlands Bunker podcast she when she was tweeting. Yeah. So I can only assume that she's listening to us right but now. That was just the most disgusting thing, I thought. I don't know. That's like when I, well, like, other thing, I got, really I got blackpilled that day, I think, yeah. when, I, when I put this all well, together. The also, other one was, like, it was all the, she, the, she. So, yeah, if, you no, if you haven't you, figured out by now, if you didn't listen to us mention it a few other times, it's fucking Ben Dupont. Right? <laughs> it's fucking is, right? So, so the, the fucking best part of this whole persona that shifted over time was the fucking coding. Everybody, her, yeah. her nephew or niece went to the coding. No, school. well, it's several nephews and all of the sons, because she had a bunch of rowdy boys and then the, her sons, and then... All of her nephews, except the one nephew, did not go to the coding school. He died and is fentanyl. yes, yes. Like, what kind of fucked up thing is that? Where you're saying that? If only yeah, for ben the, coding the one who didn't choose the coding school died of an overdose. Yeah, I, the whole the whole thing was just incredible. So, about the time this was a little bit, I had to check the, uh, have to go back in the archives to figure this out. But at some point, then after. Uh, exchanging those messages with Carl, I sent a DM to Sarah Benedict Ducot. And I was like, you're fake, right? I was like, you're, you're, because that, that's also in the dossier. And I was like, you're fucking putting this on. And of course, I never got a response to it. But like, after I did that, within six months, like, I had, I started treating that account different. Like, I, and I think we all started to be like, something's up with this. Yeah. And then it kind of went from there. But, but I, I had it. I, I fucking had it. <laughs> I, cl- I clocked it. Yeah. Well, I think Sarah just got way too comfortable leaning into the the coding, like going really hard on coding. And she was clearly name searching Ben DuPont and would respond like a week later. So it was very weird because like, it, yeah, she would and it would, I don't know, someone would make a joke about going to Ben DuPont's coding academy and then. Sarah Benedict Duguid would jump in and be like, uh, save, "My save my other nephew's life." Yeah, exactly about how good it was for my my nephews, and um, it was like, okay, this is weird. Why does this woman care so much? She used to quote tweet, or she used to quote Ben's Twitter account more. She kind of stopped doing that towards the end, but like, yeah, and that's when like we all were just like, yeah, this is fucking weird. Who? Why is this woman in middle this? nurse teacher from Middletown so into Ben DuPont's Coding Academy. And then it's she also, like, if for anyone listening, if you followed the uh, Brian Colangelo burner gate, another cool moment was, like, there is a great... So, anyway, the Sixers general manager, who is the fail son of this other, like, ghoul right-wing donor who um, has worked in the NBA for life, um, was running at least five burner accounts on Twitter where, like, he was kind of defending himself from people clowning on him for his collar and whatever. And it was incredible. <laughs> like, no, yeah. I think it looks cool. Yeah, he was like, that, that is a normal <laughs> collar. Find a new I slant. I love what Calendula's wearing tonight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yes. That lame. Yeah, and then he tried to blame his wife, and then he tried to backtrack on that because were like, yeah. that's really cold to blame your wife, dude. Like, you need to admit. But, yeah, so there was, like, one particularly funny exchange in that where um, – Somebody was like jokingly said that he was this account was Brian Colangelo and the burner account. And he was like, um, Brian is too classy to even engage. And uh, Ben DuPont did a very similar thing with Sarah, with, where I think Rob said something about um, Ben DuPont and Sarah was like, 
um, wow, you're really obsessed with him. Do you even know him? He's a really good guy. And I was like defending. Oh, I completely <laughs> yeah. forgot yeah, about Ben's that. Honor. She was like, I, he, she. So he yeah. said about himself, he's a pretty cool guy. And I remember being like, I've seen him in a couple places. He's kind of a dick. That was what was funny because <clears throat> before that, maybe a year before that, I had engaged with the actual Ben DuPont account. And for some reason, he engaged with me, and then I started sending him screenshots of, like, the passage in Democracy in Chains when, like, the DuPonts sort of, like, completely flubbed this move against FDR, and it was so bad that it actually went in FDR's favor, and he was able to do more because it was so fucking stupid what they did. And it was, like... And then it was, like, other ones that were, like, inbred and killed this one and, like, just goofy shit. Just, like, stuff you get away with when you have so much money there's nothing else that can happen. Like, uh, and I was sending that shit to him and he blocked me. Which, again, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, you don't want to see that shit. Like, I got you. Like, I know, I got you. You're saying I got you. Okay, we're good. Like, I can leave it like that. But literally, I engaged with Sarah Benedict Duga probably a year after that. Yeah. <laughs> He's so just he, stewing. He was still, yeah. it was still, he couldn't, he couldn't let it go. Yeah. But yeah, eventually, like, so we all were wondering who this person was. And. Wait, was it, this also before or after, like, the 2020 primary? This was after. after. This was December 2020. 20. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just trying to remember. Or, yeah, December 2020. Um, and then, yeah, like, Sarah had replied to me, like, a week later after I made a stupid joke about, like, can't wait to use my stimulus check for my first semesters of textbooks at Ben DuPont's Coding Academy. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, a, a week after that, I get, like, Sarah Benedict Duga telling me that actually if you make under a certain amount, the tuition is free. And I was like, why does this woman care? Like, okay, I need to look into this because – I need to know. Um, it's the holidays. I don't have anything better to do. So I start looking in and I'm like, okay. It finally clicked that like, yeah, this account Sarah retweets Ben DuPont a lot is clearly like searching for the coding academy to defend its honor. Um, the handle is Ben bunch of numbers. I was like, holy shit. I bet this is Ben DuPont's burner account. So I like reverse. Very usual suspects moment at the end. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, right, like really the light yeah. I sort of like Bill remembers going to the AG presser when, when, when she announced charges <laughs> yeah. on, uh, on the auditor. Oh, yeah. I remember the day that all of this unwound. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It was insane. It was, it was so yeah. cool. So like, yeah, I, I reverse image searched the profile picture and found out that it came from a story about a woman who allowed her son to store weapons in his bedroom and then the son ended up planning a mass shooting and didn't go through with it like they caught it before he went through with it but so it's a really grim story out of state i have no idea how it was like ben alabama i think I it, was it was like pennsylvania yeah oh was it, it was yeah. like a, okay. yeah it was i think it was kentucky no i think it was Pe i think it was pennsylvania it was like um, north okay. or like yeah, suburbs yeah, yeah, yeah. of okay. where yeah. Dr. Oz is going to do the best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's going to outperform all the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so it's like, okay, clearly the picture is fake. Ben Bunch of Numbers, obsessed with Ben DuPont's Coding Academy. I was looking at the follows and comparing them, like who Sarah follows versus who Ben DuPont follows. Very similar. Um, a lot of like Kenny connect, Chris Kenny connections, his, um, you know, business partner um, or 
his uh i don't know what kind of partner what you call are. that <laughs> yeah um his comrade uh chris well, kenny I and mean, like <coughs> and i was ben just dupont inherited tons of money yeah chris kenny inherited some supermarkets but it's the same game yeah <coughs> yeah but like that was similar the the fault the pattern of the things that the Sarah account and the Ben account would fave was very similar because they both have this really chaotic energy in the tweets they fave <laughs> where like you you get the sense of their ideology that it's bad and that it's right wing and not good but like there's also things thrown in there that you're like okay this doesn't jive with your worldview like I don't understand what's what you're thinking here you know in faving like I don't know like it but it, it just it was the same kind of chaotic energy basically so well she was working a lot of night shifts at the va to to in oh. her in sarah's defense she used to say that actually she mm -hmm. would say yeah when she'd be she, like putting down my phone for a while yeah <laughs> yeah oh, not reply. i'm on a break i'm on a quick break yeah yes i remember this oh my goodness yeah, yeah. she'd be like literally that. an yeah. insane person then yes again she would say people like who actually work yeah, because I know she used to at um, Kobe too sometimes and be like, oh, I couldn't make it to, I don't know, there would be like a town hall or something about police brutality. And she would be like, oh, I couldn't make it to this, parentheses, working nights. Um, and then, <laughs> and, but, but then, but, but, then <laughs> but then she would go on to be like, uh, I don't know, she'd say something really racist and like fucked up about police shootings. Um, but yeah, no, just every, she would always have these like, explanations about this made-up life and like another uh one of my friends uh what a shout her out that like she made this great point that what was the process here like how was ben getting into sarah ben and do good mindset was he just like doing some i don't know like was it, what what were like was he watching shows to be like okay how did the working class think because another thing he would always be like he would emphasize in the tweets like um, you know, for working class moms like me, or mm. for you know me and my husband, comma working class folks, or you know, I don't use folks, but like he he would always kind of repeat like the identity that he was trying to sell through yeah. the Sarah character, and it's like, yeah, what do you think his inspiration was here? It was like watching three episodes of King of Queens <laughs> or something, and he's like, yeah. oh, this is how <laughs> yeah. this is this is true blue collar work. Yeah, <laughs> my husband's a plumber. He's really been struggling lately. Yeah. I work nights at the VA. Yeah. <laughs> I have dead kids, dead nephews. Yeah. Just like I'm constantly burying <laughs> yeah. another nephew because they didn't go to coding school. Right. So this is all. So all this, fall, yeah. all this fallout's happening, and we're getting all this information. And of yeah. course, like we had all had our own suspicions, and I talked to Carl. Yeah. So now, again, Kirsten's laying it out like the last scene of, of fucking the Usual Suspects, and we're like, "Oh my god, it's fucking Kaiser <laughs> Soze." Uh, and I guess you, Bill, you had sent me when, when you sent me the f article. Of the woman that I guess you found that was embroiled in this, her son had the gun and all that. And I pulled, I clicked the link and pulled the article up. And I'm like, motherfucker. Because I was like, that's her. And, and I don't know how long it took you to do it, but like, you're like, I'm screenshotting everything. I, I got this. I'm, she's like, yeah. 30%. 
Fifty percent. That was good because I, I was. We were all getting ready to like blow it up on social media. I sent him an email. I'll talk about that. Yeah. But like, we wanted to make sure we had. Well, he everything denied together. it at first. Do you remember? Yes. He responded to I think both of you guys. Yeah. And was like, he's like, no, no, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, he was like, he was like, uh, lots of people like to be anonymous on Twitter, and I was like, yes, but not everyone pretends to be the perpetrator of like a crime and steals a mugshot to use as their own profile photo like that's the that's very weird dude people do not do that on twitter yeah i I can't i'm not gonna look for the email maybe i'll find it read it into the record again but yeah that so i i find the email and i don't know if it's gonna work or not again i just he's you know he's on he's at some company uh you know some financial bullshit uh, uh, I think it's funny. Uh, so his bullshit. company in like the late '90s was called yet com, and I just found out today it was like, oh yeah, yet to come, because uh, I haven't come yet. <laughs> uh, but I thought that was really funny. Like that's just that's such like a classic like Boston startup from 1998. Yet com. Anyway, just a that's just a footnote. <laughs> I, you think one we, of his coding are, nephews we're, put we're the, the good website together? Here. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're not the we're, we're not in the cult, guys. you guys. We're not. <laughs> no, we're definitely not in the cult. So I get this email address from him uh, at at some you know uh, banking institution or legal firm or whatever he's working at. So I just I shoot this email off, but it's just like, hey buddy, I think we got you. And I'm like, I gave him like just th- I was like boom boom boom. I'm like, I said. I understand how embarrassing this must be for you. Like that whole, I gave him the whole deal. And literally, I sent it, I put a read receipt on it. Within five minutes, it got read. Mm-hmm. And then the f- Twitter account went down exactly, yep. like maybe <laughs> 10 seconds after that. Yep. We're like, we're refreshing. And I just remember texting you, uh, Kirsten, and I was like, did you get it all? She's like, I got it all. And I knew. I was yeah. like, I knew we had everything. It's funny. It was kind of like um in in a lot of like action movies where someone is sneaking into the I don't know the the tech room of the warehouse to like download a file and you see the screen going you know sixteen percent twenty three percent and everyone's like breathing heavy and really worried because they're like oh no they're coming they I gotta get this done I gotta get out of the room and yeah Faster. yeah I remember Faster. On my, <laughs> yeah. I just remember on my phone refreshing it and it said I saw the yeah. photo and it said account deleted or suspended yeah and I'm like oh no and I clicked it again and the photo was gone and it said account and I'm like oh no but now now we have every receipt yeah. Yeah, the the weird the complaints against Kyle Evans gay are like I think the weirdest part of There's it. So, well, I, again, I, I, I keep meaning to like follow up with somebody and be like, because I I don't like I'm not super close with Kyle. Like I don't like know her well, so I I didn't reach out because I felt weird. But I'm like I really hope that somebody did let her know about it because like yeah. he really targeted her, which like, actually was one of the reasons that I kind of pieced it together because. It was all of the politicians in that, like, a better Delaware uh, spread that they were really yeah. financing were the ones that yes, Ben was... Yes, because that was... I was going to say the same... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because, because it, was, it, was, it was the race she was in yeah. running against yeah. a Republican sort of in the suburb, a suburban oh, Republican in leadership. So that was... A, that was that mm-hmm. just happened to be a big target. Yeah, because it, oh. he wasn't really talking Sorry. to Eric or Medina or any of these candidates who were, one... Closer to Middletown, and two, like, 
would have actually been closer to the 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 claims he was making against someone like Kyle and yeah but he it it really was it was all of the the candidates who were running against the a better Delaware slate were the ones it was it was it was everybody who was in the uh, the the uh, Shoprite flyer that Carl yes yes exactly or whoever made it I mean. People still talk about that shit. Did you guys just send it back out for some like anniversary of something? Wasn't it? I just saw it again recently yeah. on social media. Brilliant. No, it just made an impact and people remembered it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It actually did make an impact because it's again because we are a cult and we are extremely loyal to I don't know four or five jokes and <laughs> characters that we just keep rehashing. That's, I mean, the good thing is they keep doing the same shit too, so they play right into it. Again, that well, that's that. This is a good. Maybe we'll we'll circle it in and we'll finish it like this. The one thing that I missed from this Doctor Oz promotion fundraiser, you know, ghoul stone fest. stone cutters meeting stone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the fucking the, the eyes wide shut. The the, the, the white hood. The white hood dinner. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nick Nightingale. Yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah, when we, we went just... to med school together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he, he was uh, Henry. Was Henry Ford was his grandfather. <laughs> uh, so, the one name that you didn't see associated with this was Chris Kenny, and I said uh, that was my reaction when I saw it online. I'm like, "Where's Chris Kenny? What's going on here?" And so, my guess is that you know he's not going to have his name on something like that right now. He's probably involved in it in some fashion. But he's probably keeping a step or two away because there's going to be one for Chris Kenny uh, in this city in the next year or two for something, I'm sure. And it's going to be basically the same list of people doing the same shit. I don't know whether he's going to be running for governor or whatever he's like setting up to do. Yeah, I, I, you know, and maybe it would just look weird if it was like you're here and then you're flipped over here. And so he's just going to stay back a little bit. But like I was surprised, you know, you said you had picked out five of the people right off the bat when Jess said it. I was like, right, right. The one person I was scanning for yeah. didn't see <laughs> was Chris Kenny. And I, I think to me it goes back to my sort of my central thesis for this evening's conversation, which is that the right wing in this state is incredibly lazy or lame or, or whatever you want to call it. And we have, you know, exhibits A through D, I think we've talked about tonight. We have Sarah Benedict Duguid. We have this haphazardly organized thing for Mehmet Oz in the state of Delaware where he's not running for Senate. We have the ISI, the Intercollegiate Studies Institute, who you'd think would these vampires from around the country, from D.C., from Bethesda, Maryland, could actually groom a viable uh, right-leaning political candidate in Delaware, and they just don't do it. They put out books. They put out basically books about like critical race theory and crap like that. Um, so... I don't know if that necessarily answers your question. I just think that like even Chris Kenny is too lazy to run for office someday. And I just don't know if it's going to happen. But um, let's wrap this up. Uh, let's, um, let's promote 
for the new year. This is the Christmas episode, so everybody can think about this for the new year. Last week, this would have been last week and when it came out, talked to Cheyenne and, and Brandon Fletcher. And we were talking about the only way to win is to go door to door. That's what they're doing. They're going door to door and talking to people about what issue? Oh, you don't want to have your water turned off? Well, here's what we can do. And so we have a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun today. We gave you a nice, we gave you your treat for Christmas time. Stockings have been hung with care. Yes. We've stuffed the stockings. We've stuffed the stockings with uh, little treats and content. Content. You got your content. (laughs) Funny content. Everybody's like, I like the ones you do when you just make fun of people. (laughs) Well, there, you got it. There you go. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. You little piggies. That's what Bill and I come in for. We, we're we not talking about the the real topics. We're coming in to talk about your Kathy. We're coming in to talk about your Sarah Benedict Duguid, your Dr. Oz. Yeah, when we, when we actually got to talk about something, we had to immediately cut it yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he tried. Carl, like, no, Carl literally no, dove do on not top speak of the thing. Of that. going like this. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? You don't get that. If you hear, look, if you hear that Bill Martin is going to be on the show, if you hear that Kirsten is going to be on the show. Know that this is the kind of show it's going to be. There's going to be no. We're not going to talk about, you know, deep theory. We're going to talk about Marx. We're going to talk about Sarah Benedict fucking dude. Yeah, we're yeah, going to talk no about thoughts, the internet. Just characters. The internet. Being on the internet with your friends, making fun of of fucking stupid people, mean people, and bullies, and making fun of them, and there's nothing they can fucking do about it, and then we laugh. <laughs> I will say I will come on to talk about Mark sometime, though. We could do that. <laughs> yeah. We could do that. As as Carl said, we could get in the weeds. Yeah. You know, if you follow us at Highlands Bunker on Twitter or Patreon.com slash the Highlands Bunker, sometimes, sometimes we talk to academics. You know, people fall asleep. They don't want to read a book. Look, there's nothing I can do about it. Sometimes we talk about, as Kirsten said, we talk about your auditor. Talk about... Weird accounts that the DuPonts do on the fucking computer. That's what we talk about. Who's doing what to whom? 2022 is going to be huge for treasurer Colleen Davis, I think. That's my prediction. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be like a huge year for Colleen content. I had like said that at some point. Um, I was just musing aloud and was like, who would be the funniest Delaware politician to inspire a Kamala Harris, K-Hive-esque, like, just really loyal band of followers who are extremely aggressive and defend her and or defend them. And, like, um, it, well, Carl, are you okay? Okay. Well, <laughs> no, but I was going to say Why that, like, is everybody run shit through I, Carl? Like, Carl, well, is this because okay? he said it. I say it's okay. No, but. Yeah. Yeah, but like so Carl was like, oh, it'd be really funny if it were Colleen Davis. If like she That's somehow it. acquired this like K Hive following. And like I don't even I like I don't mean that as a slight to Colleen. It would just be really oh. funny for the state treasurer to have this like swarm of people who are just like obsessed with her, you know? And I, yeah, I feel like she's kind of taken with Kathy having taken some hits, she's got the lane clear to, you know, like ascend to ascend to uh power in delaware yeah definitely and yeah rob we can talk about this later but next year could be a huge year for for the bunker because like we could be i may be unemployed at that point 
I may be uh, getting a master's in something or, or whatever, but we could be down at the courthouse doing shoe leather reporting every day during the Kathy trial. And like we could be asked to leave regularly. Do you, do you know? Do you know? I mean, so. Oh my God. It's going like to be so cool. Every day, a half hour update every night, we come here and we, t- we just review the day. You yeah. know, like prosecutor so and so. It's gonzo journalism. That's what it is. I mean, I know it's old shit. You got to talk about old shit. Fine, but that's it's the same thing. You cover it the way, cover it the way you cover it, and then people just buy into it or they don't. They feel like you're being straight with them or they're not. I really, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think to Carson's point, yeah, like if Kathy, say she's distracted. I mean, she's she's really upped her posting game. Yeah. Like I feel like she had sort of a down downtime like post mugshot. Yeah. And now is just like killing it. Yeah, she on, is killing on it. On the socials. And it's it's she's posting at a disadvantage because a lot of people won't let her in the pictures anymore. Mm-hmm. So she can't do kind of like the layups of just posing with like you know I don't know Val, Val yeah Val Longhurst yeah <laughs> I love so. how you got <laughs> we share a brand yeah 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 so she's got to really dig deep and like find new inspiration which is exciting for her I think yeah it's gonna make her a better poster in the long run it is the problem is I mean as a poster you you're absolutely correct about that uh, the problem is she might have to go to prison though that's not fun. Because she's acting like a uh, like an absolute like uh, crazy person, like she's uh, that's the problem. Like I felt like only a small group of people like knew that she was like maybe something's wrong with her. Like why do you say this kind of? What are you doing? Like it's not how a regular person would behave. Just regardless of like politics or or whatever. Like regardless of that. Just a human being, an adult, professional person. This is not how they would behave at all. Well, you know, she recently, she's been really busy this week in that she opened a new pack, Prescription for Change. Oh, that's right. I saw Which this. is registered at her property. And her, like, campaign manager is the, what do you call it? The, treasurer? The, yeah, the treasurer of the pack. Who's, like, an ex-Republican operative. It's very cool. It's... Whatever. There's one party here. It just goes back to my general thesis. Yes. Um, I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to rip and run. So, everyone, uh, as I said, happy holidays. We love all you guys, even the haters, man. We love you the most. What would you say to to Ben? Because I assume he's listening. He said uh, Sarah was a consistent listener of the show. So, what would do you have any messages for Sarah slash Ben as we close? I mean, first of all, it's just Ben. I'm going to drop because, look, the way that I do it is I, uh, when we're this close, just we're going to be real with each other. It's Ben. Ben, you can come on here anytime. It's open door policy. You can defend yourself, your, your, uh, you know, your project, whatever, however you would describe it. I would love to hear it. I would love for you to sit down and tell me about it. And we could talk about like your life's project and like where it came from, why you're interested in it. I actually legitimately would love to have that conversation. Every fifth word would be innovation, though. Well, here's the problem. 
Nurse Susan sits there in front of the door. You can't get out past her. Ah, so point. I mean, you can do, you can do, you <laughs> can come in here. You can you can come in here. What some people would say, and you could do your jibber jabber. But the problem is, at some point, it's my turn too. And because you, we would have to do this for an extended period of time, feel like you won't and you wouldn't. And it's sad. But <clears throat> just know, know that we know how embarrassed you are. And it, it's, look, I'm not going to, as I said before on, for a couple other things, it's not that I'm saying I'm having an orgasm, it's, it's, but it's just below that. That's how good I feel for the, the fact that, dude, we owned your fucking ass on the internet. Bill Martin owned your ass on the internet. Thank you, Bill, for your service. Of course, and uh, happy holidays to everyone. Happy New Year. Not sure when this is coming out. I've always wanted to say that on a podcast. You know how these like end of end of year ones kind of sound sometimes. Yeah, we'll but, see you but, in the um, new year. Yeah, we'll see you in the new year. Um, yeah, hang the stockings with care. Uh, have some, you know, spiced uh, apple cider or something at some point, and uh, you know, tell your family that you love them. So lovely. Yeah, and thank you so much. Uh, really the driving force behind all of this and the driving force behind a lot of stuff we can't talk about because it's too serious. Uh, Kirsten Walther. Thank, thank you. you. Wonderful to be on and excited to contribute um, another trash episode for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is in, 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 in great uh, John, John Walters fashions is complete trash. Carl, thank you for, uh, for producing this and uh, I know you will have a happy holiday. Thank you so much. Left is best. Left is best. Been the most peace.